Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. You just heard uh, some fascinating news. Uh, and if I'm honest, I, I sort of expected this, and I think many of you did as well. Uh, here in the state of Utah, the schools across the state have been under uh, what's been called by the governor a soft closure meaning that learning continues and that uh, it was expected that schools would reopen possibly or at least the opportunity for them to reopen was left in place. And, well, now things have developed and we have learned new things about the spread of this coronavirus and the precautions we need to take to make sure that uh, those most vulnerable in our communities are protected and uh, the wisest move to ensure their safety, at least in the opinion of the governor, uh, the state superintendent, and uh, those who make up the state coronavirus task force, is that the soft closure of the schools throughout the state of Utah will continue for the duration of the school year, meaning that uh, kids will not report back to the classroom this year, nor will their teachers and uh, the hopes are that everyone gathers up together next year. But for this year, for this school year, 2019-2020, uh, that's it. All the learning that will take place from here on out will be uh, of the virtual sort. Uh, and so to help uh, just talk to you, give you a better understanding of things, uh, even for me to get a better understanding of things, uh, during that press conference, uh, what I did was I reached out to a, a few folks. I uh, made a phone call over to a friend of mine. You've heard her on these airwaves before. Uh, she's a teacher of mathematics at East High School. Brenda Crock is, uh, again, a good friend of mine. We're going to talk to her in just a moment. Uh, and then in the next segment, uh, producer Amy reached out to uh, UEA. We'll be speaking to UEA President Heidi Matthews to see what it means uh, from her perspective. And then in the final segment of the day, we're going to be speaking uh, to a member of Congress who used to be a teacher himself for almost three decades. That's Rob Bishop, uh, my old boss, when I was out in Washington, D.C. Uh, he's going to I'm going to ask him uh, how he uh, would have handled a situation like this in his day when he was teaching. Uh, also going to talk to him about uh, the relationship between the federal government and the states as we all look together uh, to return to some sort of normalcy. Anyway, so with that, let me uh, welcome to the program, Ms. Croc. Uh, Brenda, good friend of mine. Uh, how are you? I'm doing well, Lee. Thanks. Let me ask you this. Uh, for the past little while, you have been one of these teachers who has been instructing students, uh, making yourself uh, available, trying to uh, at least imitate some sort of normalcy and some sort of classroom operation. How how's it gone for you for the past few weeks? It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a learning curve. It's a learning curve for everybody, students, teachers. Um, it's been hard, um, not going to lie, uh, one of the hardest things was when schools got closed originally. Um, it happened after the school day, 
so I never had a chance to say, uh, you know, goodbye, be well, <laughs> um, to, you know, uh, see you online. Um, it would just all of a sudden school was closed. So now with the um, to... closure for the rest of the year, I still don't have an opportunity to say, you know, goodbye to my kids, you know, face to face. So I'm dealing with some emotions in that respect. Now we presume, at least in you know in the in the adult workplace, uh, you know, we can do the Zoom meetings, we can do the video conferencing, we can interact like that. That requires a, a certain measure of uh, discipline and responsibility. How have the students done uh, with that responsibility and that discipline? H- have they have they been learning? They're, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They're, some students have, you know, more struggles to overcome um, with, you know, access and sharing devices and time. And, you know, we don't know what a student is going through, you know, on a day-to-day basis, whether they're babysitting their siblings or um, some of our high school students are working still, you know. Um, but we've, we've set up a schedule at East High School to do those classroom uh, meetings face-to-face if, you know, if you so choose. Um, and then we record them for students that can't join us live. So we record them. They can access them later at their, you know, a schedule that works for them. Very good. Let me ask you this. Uh, parents certainly have a role to play in all of this and, you know, guiding their students to, to you know, take the responsibility needed to, to learn in this new fashion. If you had a message or any advice for parents so that their children, uh, your students, uh, may get the most out of their education the remainder of this school year, what would that be? Um, it would be the same as I would tell them if they were coming into school on a daily basis. Just, you know, make sure you check in with your with your child, ask them what their assignments are for the day, when are things due, um, you know, and just be, be checking in with them on a, on a regular basis to make sure that they're staying on top of it. We have about 30 seconds left. Let me ask you uh, one final question. You said you missed out on an opportunity to say goodbye to your students on the last day uh, before this uh, soft closure took effect. Uh, if you could go back, if you had another uh, 10, 15 minutes to chat with them, what message would you convey? I would tell them to wash their hands, don't touch their face, <laughs> stay, stay safe. <laughs> um, you know, they're social, social creatures, so they, I would just stress the seriousness of the situation and just to keep our community safe so that we can get back together um, as soon as possible. Outstanding. Uh, Ms. Crock, Brenda Crock, good friend of mine, math teacher at East High School, I, I, I miss you. Uh, I'm sure your student, students do as well. As soon as this is all behind us, look forward to uh, to getting back together with you more regularly. Uh, little baby Piper misses her aunt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for having me, Lee. All right, very good. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we return, we'll be speaking to UEA President Heidi Matthews. This, of course, uh, on the heels of the announcement by the governor and the state superintendent at the soft's closure uh, under which the schools uh, here in the state of Utah had been operating. That will be extended for the duration of the school year. Translation, School's out till the summer comes. And then next fall, that's when the kids will be back together. Uh, we're going to continue this conversation next up here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.